Welcome back to Tales of Southwest Michigan's Past. This is Michael Delaware. I am your host. And in this episode, I'm going to do something a little different. I'm going to be using a audio track that I used for one of my YouTube videos. And it's going to be about the Lila Arboretum story and its 100-year history. The Lila Arboretum is a major city park in the city of Battle Creek. And it is a place grown with trees for scientific purposes as well as educational purposes. And the history of the Lila Arboretum is quite fascinating. And they celebrated their 100th anniversary this year. And I had the opportunity to create a YouTube video for them to celebrate this occasion. And I worked on this project in September of this year. And I created this audio track for the YouTube channel. And I thought it would be great to release it as a podcast episode. So have a listen to this story. I hope you enjoy the Lila Arboretum story, 100 Years of History. This story is about a park, which is more than just an ordinary park. It's an arboretum, a place where trees, plants, and flowers are lovingly cared for to nurture them to heights, breaths, and fragrances of absolute brilliance. Arboretum, in the original Latin meaning, is given simply as a place grown with trees, although it's more commonly known as a place in which a collection of rare trees and shrubs is cultivated for scientific purposes. Arboretums also contain signs filled with descriptive information about the plants and trees for instructional and educational purposes. Though this story is in part one about natural beauty, it is also about people, as this wonderful place is a result of the labors and passions of so many. It is also a story of love, remembrance, and generosity. The original vision for this place was created by Lila Post Montgomery in 1922, with the idea that this park would be used not only for children to play, but also for them to learn about nature. Our story begins much earlier than this, however. According to the earliest maps of Calhoun County, in 1858, the land where the Lila Arboretum presently resides was originally owned by a man named Jay Gardner. By 1873, the land was owned by J.H. Riddle, E. Packer, and M.B. Reed. On the 1894 atlas, the land was owned by Eli Stitson and C.E. Corey. This map also shows the interurban line running alongside the property down Michigan Avenue. Then it was known as State Street. In February 1906, a group of gentlemen from the Battle Creek area formed a committee and began investigating sites for a Battle Creek Country Club. They wanted to build a nine-hole golf course. Among the many men involved in this project were most notably George Willard, the congressman, and C.W. Post, the cereal magnet. The committee would look at several farms in the area before finally settling on the purchase of the land where the Arboretum is today. The new country club was eventually dedicated in July 1906. The club included a nine-hole golf course and a clubhouse. Membership was limited to 150 people, of which Two-thirds had already signed up by the time of the grand opening. Men could register their families for $25 a year, and single men and single women were $10 each. 
The Interurban Railway had car service to the Country Club. Here it is depicted on the 1916 Atlas. The Country Club house grounds lay on three acres on the south side of the interurban tracks, on what was described as a picturesque bend in the Kalamazoo River. And one crossed over to the north side over the tracks and main wagon road to play golf on the grounds. That was defined as consisting of 72 acres, according to the Battle Creek Daily Journal on July 26, 1906. The bend of the river is no longer in the same position today. The clubhouse would have been located on the grounds where the Arbor Point townhomes exist today. Over the years, an arrangement was made to give guests at the sanitarium privileges in using the golf course. In 1919, the Battle Creek Country Club sought out a new, larger location and eventually acquired the 103-acre property on Gogwak Lake, which was owned by Carol Lathrop Post, where the country club exists in present day. The land at that time was known as Calamary Farm, which was originally owned by his brother, C.W. Post, who passed away in 1914. As the new country club was being developed, the future of the former country club off Michigan Avenue was uncertain. Initial plans were to sell the land to developers who would then divide it into lots for residential neighborhoods. Lawrence James Montgomery, a local businessman and the second husband of Lila Post, was on the committee to acquire the new country club. And Carol Lathrop Post retained a three-acre parcel of land in the real estate deal, which he later intended to build a cottage on, which was adjacent to the golf course. Sometime after the purchase of the Gogwak Lake property for the new country club, the original country club property was acquired by Lila Post Montgomery, the widow of C.W. Post, now married to Lawrence James Montgomery. In 1922, Lila began having discussions with Edward Brigham, a curator at the local museum, about an idea that she had to use the property for an arboretum and also a museum. She explained that being a native daughter of the city, she wanted to do something fine for the place that she was born and create a spot of beauty beauty, and a point of interest for the state of Michigan. It was from her conversations with Edward Brigham that her plans developed. She would donate the land to the city of Battle Creek for the purpose of creating an arboretum. The plans also included a future museum and several other buildings for the educational benefit of children within the community. The arrangement would require the city to expend the sum of at least $5,000 per year for five years to make improvements and beautify the park. The original plans included included not only the Arboretum, but also a natural history museum, an archaeological museum, and a hall of music with a public auditorium as an adjunct to the public school system. Mr. Brigham, in planning for the Arboretum, would plant one tree at least of every type that can thrive in the soil of Michigan. Each would carry a steel label to tell its name, native place, and utility. Eventually, greenhouses were to be added for exotic plants. At the time when Mrs. Montgomery and Mr. Brigham were planning this project and preparing to present it to the city, Mrs. Emma Edwards Kingman was planning a memorial fountain to commemorate her husband, the late Senator Albert Charles Kingman. She heard about the project
project and decided that instead of the fountain, she would donate the funds to create the museum in honor of her husband. Before the plan was presented to the city, Brigham decided to hold a meeting with successful business owners in early November. Several attended, and they were all very surprised and impressed with the plan. Among those in attendance was Edwin C. Nichols from the Nichols and Shepherd Company, and he had the following to say about hearing of the generous gift of the land for the Arboretum from Lila Post Montgomery. I have long dreamed that Battle Creek might and should be guaranteed for all times as the best place to live in, not only in Michigan, but in all the world, and that the materializing of the project proposed would go farther toward the realization of those hopes than anything else I could conceive. The plans were presented to the city of Battle Creek, and the donation was accepted in late November. Although Lila Post Montgomery did not stipulate a name for the Arboretum in her gift, Edward Brigham suggested to the city that it be called the Lila Arboretum, and the name was adopted. In June of 1923, Mr. Brigham visited the Arnold Arboretum in Boston, a 300-acre institution owned by Harvard University. He also visited Washington, D.C. and New York to investigate the modern lighting devices for natural history museums to apply to the construction of the Kingman Museum that would soon be erected on the grounds. In 1924, a landscaped architect from Chicago, O.C. Simmons, who was an acknowledged leader in the field of arboretum designing and cultivation in the U.S., was brought in to prepare the blueprints for the Arboretum. Simon strongly recommended the investment in greenhouses on the site to serve as a cost-saving in the entire project. T. Clifton Shepard, the landscaped architect for both Irving Park and Piper Park, was brought into the project to oversee the development of the grounds. By November of 1925, Shepard reported that the construction work at the Lila Arboretum is all done now, with the exception of top-dressing the drives, which will be done in the spring. He described that they used the muck and marl that they took in making the waterways and lagoons for the top of the land. They brought in fertilizer from Camp Custer, which they would continue to spread throughout the winter. Over 75,000 plants were propagated in Battle Creek, saving the city a lot of money from having to export them from elsewhere. In an article published in 1943, Shepard described how they subsoiled the entire area with dynamite charges placed 30 feet apart to find the depth of the hard pan. All of the surface soil was analyzed and found to be sterile in several areas where weeds would not even grow. They not only solved the problems with top dressing, they also built greenhouses and nurseries and began growing plants in 1924 and 1925. Official planting did not begin until 1928, when the stock was three years old. T. Clifton Shepherd left the Arboretum after working there 10 years with trees and plants that represented 70 families, 147 genus, and 600 and 51 species and varieties, including nearly 154,000 plants of all kinds. The Great Depression and lack of funding curtailed many of his larger plans for the Lila Arboretum, and the city eventually severed ties with him. In 1936, Edward Brigham presented a proposal to the Board of Education, requesting the purchase of a 6,000-acre addition to the Lila Arboretum, which by that time had expanded to 255 acres of land. Today, 150 
50 plus acres of that land is used by the Battle Creek school system. The proposal would have acquired all of the land north of the Arboretum to the Berry County line and would have taken in Wabaskin and Metcalf Lakes. The proposal included purchasing the land, dredging the sub-marginal land, and building 35 miles in roads. He declared at that time that he would take his campaign for the more land to the President of the United States if necessary. This effort failed with the Board of Education, but was championed again in 1938 by U.S. Senator Prentice M. Brown, who took the proposal to the federal government in an effort to convert the entire site into a national arboretum. The proposal was never approved, perhaps due to the country still swaying from the Great Depression, or it was from the rumblings of the coming war in Europe, we may never know for sure. Lila Post Montgomery passed away in 1940, and her funeral was held in Battle Creek with a lot of mention of her philanthropic contributions to the city, which included by then not only the Lila Arboretum, but also Lila Hospital and the Emily Andrews Home for Women. Dinners honoring her memory were held at the Post Tavern, and people from all over the country came to pay their last respects at her funeral. She was laid to rest inside the Post Mausoleum alongside C.W. Post at Oak Hill Cemetery. The proposal for expansion of the Lila Arboretum was again mentioned in 1942 in the Fort Custer News where it was described that plans to expand the Lila Arboretum were to expand it to over 20,000 acres, with views of making it one of the finest and most interesting in the world. Alas, this plan seemed to have been finally abandoned completely after the passing of Edward Brigham in 1944. His son, Edward Brigham Jr., however, would carry on as the director of the museum. The Lila Arboretum went through a period of approximately 40 years following World War II, where carefully the grounds was abandoned to neglect. In 1981, the Lila Arboretum Society was formed to develop, encourage, and guide the educational, cultural, and aesthetic potential of the park. Their hard work and leadership improved the Arboretum, and by 1989, the city of Battle Creek had begun to look at new ways to give the society more control of its care and maintenance. In 1993, the Lila Arboretum Society, now organized as a nonprofit, launched a $9.7 million campaign to further improve the Arboretum and add features such as the sunken rock garden, a Japanese garden, and many other gardens. And planned for construction were fountains, a visitor center, waterfalls, sculpture courts, and an outdoor amphitheater. Some of these plans were realized and others were not. Today, although smaller in size than in the 1930s under Brigham, the Lila Arboretum consists of approximately 85 acres, which is larger than Lila Post Montgomery's original gift of 72 acres in 1922. Many great visionaries have had their hand in the Lila Arboretum since the land was first gifted to the city, most notably Edward Brigham, T. Clifton Shepard, and the wonderful devoted members of the Lila Arboretum Society to present day. The Lila Arboretum Society has made many great improvements to the Arboretum over the last several decades, including adding the Fantasy Forest, the Kaleidoscope Garden, sculptures along with meticulous groundskeeping and maintenance. They even host community gardens with their 365 Urban Farm, where volunteers work with loving care. The Lila Arboretum Society also holds hands-on learning classes, workshops, and volunteer sessions 
discussions on horticulture and sustainable farming. Additionally, they have helped to develop a positive culture with a multitude of events covering everything from winter sledding, Easter egg hunts and butterfly releases in the spring, to popular summer concerts including the Lilapalooza Music Festival and many other seasonal events that people mark their calendars for annually and look forward to. There's also a place for weddings, birthdays, picnic, yoga, disc golf, and people celebrating some of the best moments in their lives. Today, the vision of so many who believed in the greatness of our city had been realized by the devoted work of the Lila Arboretum Society. It is a place that brings the community together, and it is always the perfect place to visit in any season. The Lila Arboretum exists today as the greatest treasure within the Battle Creek community. And in 2022, this wonderful place, loved by so many people, turns 100 years old. And that's going to conclude today's story about the Lila Arboretum and 100 years of history. I hope you enjoyed this story. It was quite a wonderful project to work on, and I was invited to their 100th anniversary celebration, where they, of course, played the video that evening, and I was asked to give a presentation at the dinner, which I was tremendously honored to be offered that opportunity, and I included a lot of the information that you heard in this story in my presentation. Today, the Lila Arboretum Society is just a wonderful group of people that manage that park. And I just really wanted to share this story on my podcast. So I hope you enjoyed it today. And if you'd like to reach out to me, you can find me at michaeldelaware.com. I'm always happy to hear from my listeners. And if you enjoy listening to this podcast, consider becoming a supporter of the show. You can find a link that reads listener support at the end of the episode in the descriptions. So feel free to set up a monthly donation or any kind of contribution that you'd like to make. And every bit helps to keep me moving forward and producing this podcast. As we move into November, I'm hoping to have a lot of great episodes for you and perhaps even a few towards the latter end of the month that explores some of the history of Thanksgiving across Southwest Michigan. So look forward to that towards the end of this coming month. And until next time, when we take another journey into history and we explore yet another fascinating tale from Southwest Michigan's past. Thank you for listening.